You're listening to Friendlier, the podcast for friends who love to talk, read, and eat. I'm Sarah. And I'm Abby. Today we're going to do our mid-year check-in, but first let's catch up on life lately. What's new with you, Sarah? Both my kids are at sleepaway camp for the first time. They are going for a week. This will be the longest we've been away from our kids and the first time for more than a night that we've been home without our kids in our house Mm -hmm. before we've been going away somewhere. So it's different and quiet. And I am hoping they have an amazing time. And I'm looking forward to hearing about it when I pick them up on Saturday. So fun. What's new with you? I recently did a clear out of the plants that couldn't hack it in the hostile environment that I have created for them. Mm. (laughs) And as part of that, I also trimmed my pothos, you know, those viney plants that just go like crazy. Mm -hmm. They are very good at surviving in the hostile conditions of being my plant. Uh Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I have two big pothos that I started from a Trader Joe's pothos that I bought Mm -hmm. and It was like, you know, seven different plants in one, and I separated them out and then put them in their own pots, and then they've gotten bigger and bigger and vined and vined. So two of them were so big that they had these long vines that I was able to trim, and I'm propagating in water right now, Mm -hmm. and then I'll put them again in soil eventually and fill up some of the pots that were emptied by the dead plants that I just removed. (laughs) Sounds like you have the cycle down. (laughs) I do. I do. It's all going to be pothos someday because everything else will probably die. That was the first plant that I got, and it's still going strong in its shady corner, getting watered once a month, maybe. (laughs) Yep. When we were going on vacation, Neil was like, do we need to have someone come inside and water the plants? And I was like, oh, I go way longer than eight days on a regular basis. (laughs) They'll be fine. (laughs) And they were. Of course. Now let's talk about what we've been reading. What have you been reading, Sarah? I read You Could Make This Place Beautiful, which is a memoir by Maggie Smith about her divorce. This Maggie Smith is the poet who wrote the poem Good Bones that went viral, I think, around 2017 or 18. Mm. And I'll link that in the show notes because it's really beautiful. I really like the structure. There were lots of short chapters and things that she kept coming back to. And because she's a poet, you felt that lyrical nature of the prose. Mm. She so elegantly captured the pain and loss of divorce, but also what she gained and learned about herself without doing the kind of meaning making and tying up in a bow Mm. that feels irritating. It Mm -hmm. felt really raw and honest. She also had lots of insightful commentary about gendered expectations around work, both in and out of the home. And I loved how she talked about her children and how she thought about them when she was choosing what parts of her story to share. Mm. There was nothing I didn't like. I give it five stars. One of the best books I've read so far this year. As you would expect, I do recommend it. If you like memoirs, this is a great one. I'm on the list at the library. What have you been reading? I recently read Remarkably Bright Creatures by Shelby Van Pelt. This is a novel about Tova, whose son disappeared years ago when he was 17 or 18 and whose husband died more recently. And after her husband died, she started working at the aquarium in the town. 
and befriends the giant Pacific octopus, Marcellus, who lives there, who's also a narrator in the story, and then events unfold from there. Mm. So I listened to this as audio, and it was lovely. The voice of Marcellus was very good. And I also liked how there were romantic subplots of the book, but the focus was really on other kinds of relationships, like family Mm. and friendships. Mm -hmm. It ties up pretty neatly in the end, which I like, but it didn't feel sickeningly sweet, like some books that do that can feel like. Mm -hmm. So I would recommend this one, especially in audio format. People that I've talked to about this say that it was overhyped for them, and so they didn't love it. Mm -hmm. But I would say this was a solid, satisfying novel, and if you can get it on audio, a really good listen. Nice. Let's move on to our topic for today, our mid-year check-in. Sarah, what are the highlights of your year so far? Definitely my trip to Germany with my brother. Mm. It was so fun to be in Europe again, and he is just such a delight to travel with. And it's been such a bright spot to continue to look back on. Another one for me has been HP reading Harry Potter and loving it and getting to discuss it with him. This is one of those things that before I became a parent, I was looking forward to sharing the Harry Potter experience with my children. And they have not wanted to read it up until this point. We listened to the first one on audiobook on our road trip and then... E wasn't interested in continuing, but HP has been doing it on his own since then. Mm. I know that JK is incredibly problematic, Mm -hmm. but I also feel like she cannot take away the joy of that series for me. And getting to share it with my kid has been just as amazing as I always hoped. Good. The highlights of my year so far are getting a job as a labor and delivery nurse. Yay. That's what I wanted to do. And then also we've been on two family camping trips, one with me and Andrew and the kids and one with just me and the kids and some family friends. And they have been amazing. Mm, Camping for the win. What has happened in the first part of this year that you did not anticipate at the end of 2022, Sarah? There really hasn't been anything big that came to mind. Most things just are moving forward as expected. I will say that we found out that two of the kids' friends will be moving away in the summer, both to Europe, which is a little surprising. Mm -hmm. I think that will bring some pretty significant shifts in their social lives this fall. So we'll see how that plays out. And it was certainly not expected. The first unanticipated thing, which wasn't completely unexpected, but I didn't expect it to happen so soon, was that Duncan really stopped doing well. And then Mm -hmm. we had to have him put to sleep kind of Mm -hmm. in an emergency fashion. We didn't even make it to our regular vet. We had to call a hospice vet to come to the house, which I guess is something that happens with kitties who are sick. But that was the worst. I still feel sad about it. Yeah. Also did not anticipate my children getting lice and then getting it again, people. I talked about lice last time. They have it again. I think someone in Pepper's class must have it, and it's just reinfecting him. We are combing hair like every four days and washing sheets and stuffed animals that often, too, and it is a nightmare. I hate it. Get me out of here. (laughs) (laughs) I hate it for you. Thank you. May it truly be over by the time this podcast is released. Oh, God, please let that be so. So there were things that we talked about in our episode in January looking forward that we wanted to carry forward. How have you done with this so far this year? 
The first thing I said was that I wanted to continue having a solid exercise routine. And I think looking back over the past six months, that has absolutely been true. Recently, I've been in a slump, but I feel even with that, that I have found a way to honor my body and know that sometimes, most of the time, exercise makes me feel good and feels like it supports my mental health. But recently, I have been feeling overwhelmed and exhausted and that Mm. what I need is rest. And so tuning into that has been really valuable for me. Nice. The other one I mentioned was calm parenting and wanting to continue that into the new year. And I think I have. I am enjoying my kids so much and think we have found a great rhythm as a family. We recently got back from an eight-day vacation, and there were ups and downs, as there always are. But at the end, I turned to Neil, and I was like, you know, I just really like our family. (laughs) And then I thought, that's a great way to feel after we've spent eight full days together, a lot of that in the car. Absolutely. Feels like that's a good sign. How about for you? The first thing I wanted to carry forward this year is the community that I have cultivated in Birmingham through various avenues. Mm-hmm. And absolutely, yes, this has happened. Like I said, we went camping with a family, family friends that we met through Plum School. It was awesome. I've also continued to deepen friendships with my coworkers, which has been really lovely, mm-hmm. and other Birmingham friends. And I really am feeling more and more rooted here, which is so lovely. The other thing that I said I wanted to carry forward is work that I enjoy and the sense that I'm on the right path professionally. I love my job. I feel so thankful that I was hired when I was and that I work with the people and in the environment that I do. Two thumbs up. Have definitely done this. And then the last one was bike commuting, which unfortunately not this. I anticipated getting a job closer to home, which I didn't. And I probably could still bike, but The activation energy of that has just felt too hard with Mm -hmm. being a new nurse. So I might get there eventually. Until then, I'm biking the kids around as much as possible on the days I have them with me. So I am doing a good amount of biking, but I am not biking to work. Sarah, you and I always choose a word to sort of come back to throughout the year. Let's share our 2023 words and talk about how we have incorporated them or not so far this year. My word was deepen, and I love that we're doing this podcast because, of course, I had forgotten that I chose this word, (laughs) but I did a great job when I chose it because I haven't been taking on a lot of new things, but I am leaning in to what's already happening and what's already good. I have been deepening relationships with family and friends by really prioritizing in-person social time on a weekly basis. And then at work, I feel like I've been deepening my knowledge and skills starting my new job the first few months was such a steep learning curve. And I really feel like I've been hitting my stride in knowing what I'm doing and being able to contribute to the team. It's a good feeling. Mm -hmm. And I've also been deepening my focus by checking my phone less and trying to pay attention to one thing at a time instead of multitasking. Hmm. So maybe even if I didn't consciously remember my word, it was somewhere in the back of my mind. I love it. My word for this year is ease, and I also forgot about what it was. (laughs) It's been a busy six months, friends. It has. (laughs) But, you know, looking back on this first part of the year, I can see that there have definitely been moments of ease. And I feel like this is a really good reminder to recognize them. Mm -hmm. And it's also a good reminder for me to take it easy and maybe chill out a little bit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
good vibe going into summer too. Yes, for sure. I think with the lice, I felt very uneasy, mm-hmm. but I think if I really lean into the word that it can maybe be a call for me to handle it differently mm. and maybe be more easeful about it. So we'll just see how that goes. I just hope for the ease that comes when the lice is gone. That's what I'm <laughs> wishing for for you. You and me both. So thinking about the near future, what are you anticipating in this next half of 2023? We're about a third of the way into the summer. So enjoying this next stretch before the school year starts. And then the kids will be going into third and sixth grade. It will be HP's last year at his current school. So I am hoping to savor that time. It will be the last time the kids are in the same school until HP is a senior and E is a freshman in high school. Whoa. Which is wild. And I'm hoping and expecting a great year for the kids once we get into it. The second half of the year will also be filled with our remodel project. We are in the midst of it. I was hoping it would be done by the end of the summer. That was a little bit of wishful thinking. It looks now like it will be in the fall. I anticipate finding that overwhelming. We will need to be finding furniture, moving back there, moving Ian to our old room, painting the old bedrooms. And those final stages will be happening while I'm taking classes again. That just adds to the challenge. But I'm going to try and stay focused on the end goal of having it done and how great it will feel when it is done. And that when we record our end of your episode... It will all be complete. Love it. The second half of the year will be kids home with me this summer, four days a week, mm-hmm. with Andrew on the weekends and a babysitter one day a week and sometimes sort of to fill in if Andrew and I need or want to do things on our days. Then they will go to the same school for pre-K and second grade. Yay. Yay. We are so excited. We will be walking to school. Probably as a family for at least the first little while. And then Andrew and I may alternate walking them up there. So I feel very excited about that. Living the dream. Sarah, how do you want to be intentional about the year going forward? We have about six weeks of our summer left. And so far it has been a true delight. So I am wanting to keep that energy going. We have been able to do lots of reading, lots of time outside and at the pool We planned a trip right at the beginning of the summer, and we have one planned for at the end to sort of Mm. bookend the time. Mm -hmm. There has been a learning curve with balancing work and the kids' camp and or lack of camps, but overall, I feel like we're crushing it. Nice. And then in terms of my school, towards the end of the spring semester, I started doing a better job of staying focused on school assignments and getting them done while the kids were in school and I was off work. So... Looking ahead to the fall, I'd like to recommit to that approach. Mm. So balancing school and life does not feel so overwhelming when I'm needing to do things on the weekend at the last minute and I'm not able to do as much fun family stuff or just time to enjoy my own pursuits. Mm -hmm. May it be so. (laughs) (laughs) When I think about the year going forward, I want to really enjoy the time I have with the kids this summer. Feels like This might be one of the only summers where we have this much time together during the week Mm. because Mm -hmm. I'm working weekends right now and I don't anticipate that that will always be the case. Sure. And then same with moving into the school year when I can get them after school and we can have those afternoons together. 
Along with that, I would love to find a way to have quality family time despite me working on the weekends and Andrew working during the week. Andrew's been taking some Fridays off, and Mm -hmm. when the kids have been in school and camp, it's been really fun for he and I to be just home together on those days. Yeah. But the kids will be home too, so maybe we can make Friday, at least part of Friday, some kind of family day, which would be really nice. And then in terms of my professional stuff, I went to give myself space to continue to learn nursing while also committing to doing everything right in terms of like documentation and Mm. understanding working with the physicians really well. I feel like I have the patient relationships down pretty well. Like that's always the part of nursing that I've loved, Mm -hmm. but I can't just do that. And not do any of the other pieces of the job. Right. So I want to stay committed to getting as good at those things as I am at the patient stuff. Mm. Yeah. Sarah, do you have specific goals that you thought about at the beginning of this year that are going well? We are going back to church, which is something I said I wanted us to do. We are not super regular But we go a couple of times a month, which feels like the right amount for where we are as a family and buy-in from the family unit. I am also listening to more music, not every day, but much more than in the past. And I'm always glad when I remember to put some music on. And it's been really helpful to me, especially recently, to do that instead of always hearing other people's opinions and voices, because I used to mostly listen to podcasts and audiobooks. And I think music has brought a much better balance to the things that I consume. Nice. What goals are going well for you? I had said regarding parenting that I wanted to be less reactive, and I definitely have been without even really thinking about it much. Mm. So great (laughs) job, me. I can't remember the last time I scream yelled at the kids, and I was doing it much more regularly last year. I think with the stress of not having a job and finishing up school and all the things. So having time to myself and a job that I like and can leave at work has really helped with that. And I'm really thankful. Yeah, I love that. So on the flip side, what about the specific goals you thought about at the beginning of this year that still need work? Running was really going well towards the end of 2022, and I was imagining I would run several races this year. I have run zero and signed up for zero, and that has felt (laughs) fine. I am looking to the fall, possibly doing a half marathon. If not that, I will sign up for a 10K this fall, which feels plenty long to me. (laughs) Has not happened yet, but I am hoping to at least get one in before the end of the year. That sounds good. So two things that I said I was going to do but have made zero progress toward are finding a dentist and hanging up all the art I bought last year. There's still time. Lots of time. We've got this. So along those lines, Sarah, what are your specific goals for the second half of the year? I was having trouble coming up with really specific goals. I just want to continue to deepen as my word says. I want to do more of the things that bring me joy, like reading and reading with my kids and listening to music and playing music and spending time with the people I love. I feel really grateful that I have so many good things going, and I just want to focus on that and lean into that. Love that. 
My specific goal for the rest of summer is to add in morning walks on the mornings of the days that I'm home with the kids. Mm -hmm. This was really great for me during the pandemic, and I think will be a good way to balance out the solo parenting on those days with time for myself. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's the end of our mid-year check-in. Listeners, we would love to hear how 2023 is going so far for you. Let's finish up by talking about what we've been eating lately. I want to share that the blackberry canes that I planted two years ago are out of control. They are growing all along our back fence. It is wild. We have gotten multiple pints from them. They were tart at first. We were maybe a little eager Mm -hmm, (laughs) in mm -hmm. picking them initially because it was so exciting. Also, there was a mockingbird that was eating blackberries almost every single day, and I would like try to get them before she got there. But now there are so (laughs) many that it just doesn't matter. (laughs) And as it's warmed up, they've gotten much sweeter. My plan for this evening with the kids is to make a blackberry cobbler. So I'm very excited about that. Sounds delicious. What have you been eating, friend? I enjoyed eating seafood when we were in South Carolina at the beach. Mm. The rest of my family was not as excited about it, but it was Mm -hmm. fine because I was excited enough for everyone. (laughs) I got a giant seafood boil. I got it a little bit spicy, which I think maybe turned off some of my family. Uh There were some children who rinsed off the shrimp before eating them. (laughs) Sure. Which is fine, but it was delicious. And it was one of the things I wanted to do on our trip. And we did it. So good. That's all for this episode of Friendlier. It's been great talking with you, Abby, and with all of you listeners. You can find out more about everything we talked about today, including what we're reading and eating, in the show notes in your podcast player. You can also leave us a comment on Instagram. We're at Friendlier Podcast, or you can email us, friendlierpodcasts at gmail.com. As always, we'd love to hear from you. Until next time, may your books be engaging, your food delicious, and your conversations friendly. whatever I said already. Yeah, you said it was Moving on. I did a great job. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) So bad. I can't even remember what I said so far. Can't Uh, remember either, but I wasn't really listening closely. Let's be honest. Let's start it over. Can I start this part over? Yeah, just start it over. Okay. Refocus. Okay. I'm just going to go to the middle. Sorry for your editing self. I apologize. No big advance to future Abby. Um, (laughs) She'll be fine. Hopefully she won't be washing sheets every all. Yeah.